Akwaba, welcome back to the Team Ghana U podcast. Bite size where you receive news, updates, discussion, and everything significant football and Ghana related. As always, I want you, the listeners, to be actively involved by tweeting or emailing us for discussion or wanting more information. Our three segments, as usual, youth, senior, and other. And without no further ado, in that order, youth. Over the past couple of weeks since obviously the last podcast, I think we've been treated um, to a festivity of football in the African nation's under-23s. Um, if, I, if I must say so myself, we've been blessed and highly favoured. Not only has the football been dynamic, dynamic and exciting, to kind of coin the phrase and use the hashtag, I think it's kind of brought back the love. So bring back the love, which has been the hashtag over the past couple of weeks. And what I've seen through images... Um, whether it's through social media, um, through media in general, is that a lot of people seem quite excited by um, the present and also the future of Ghanaian football, such as, uh, or such with the the pres- presidency taking place only uh, a few weeks ago and him obviously being sworn into control of the Ghanaian Football Association. So with the African Under-23 um, tournament taking place at this moment in time, I think the timing has been fantastic as to the the energy that's been brought about. And if I must say so myself, I think the social media team of the Ghana NFA, and I know there's two different accounts, so I don't know if one's unofficial or or and one's official, or they're both official, but um, operate under different taglines. I'll say the social media, or certainly the activity, has been very, very good. Um in regards to the tournament itself, I think it's been a very, very good tournament. Um, the tournament's been hosted by Egypt at this moment in time. And from what I've seen so far, and albeit it's been highlights, I think the tournament has been hosted very, very well. Although, obviously, it, it, I'd need to receive or see more information as to um, otherwise. But from what I've seen, it's been a very, very good tournament so far. I think the football's been dynamic and it's been very, very exciting, certainly from the Ghanaian side and from the host Egypt, from what I've seen, who, if I'm being honest, look like the best team in the tournament so far. Um, but the football's been, been very, very good at it, um, to, from what I've seen. So I think there's a lot of positives to be taken from that at this moment in time. Um, I do want to touch on one or two other things. I think things that I think is important to to highlight. Not only is it important to uh, put in a good performance for the tournament to continue that same energy to which we have found um, um, renewing hope within the Ghanaian people as to the football. I think it's important we kind of touch on um, the exposure it provides for those players um, in that obviously they're being exposed to um, other African countries as to these players, but at the same time being exposed to Europe. And some of the discussions I've been having at this moment in time is been as to um, exposure. And when I'm in exposure, and I'm going to touch on this very, very briefly, because in the next podcast, I'm going to be doing a new segment called Through the Lens, which is through the lens of this person or that person. And the first person I've got on the podcast is my friend Lee Mason, who actually joins me and is a co-host of mine on the Fully Booked po- podcast. And I thought it was important to bring in another set of ears or another voice so you can actually hear the perspective of another individual, albeit from whatever background he um, he is from. He's actually of Caribbean descent. So I think it's going to be a very, very interesting listen as to his perspective on football, Ghanaian football, African football, and why we actually look at players in different ways. But to my point, I think the tournament can, and I hope it has, provided exposure for the boys who are potentially maybe looking for moves and all that type of stuff. Truth be told, tournaments, apart from the fact that you have the opportunity to perform well, do well, and win a tournament, it more often than not is actually a shop window for players to potentially get moves. So I'm hoping the performances they put in so far actually provide them with that opportunity. Um, 
Yes, yeah, so just moving on, I didn't quite actually um, say so. The tournament, apart from the fact that obviously performing well is really, really important, and actually winning the tournament will be fantastic for the nation, the tournament actually provides um, entry and qualification for the Olympics next year, Tokyo 2020. So the team who, which, who wins the tournament, the runners-up, and the team who comes in third place, obviously fire the third and fourth place playoff, third and fourth place playoff, easy for me to say, will go through to the Olympics next year, which is a huge, huge, huge deal on several levels. So in having the conversation on exposure, it provides exposure on another level on the world stage. And I think it's been a long time in the region of 20 years, if not longer, definitely longer, I'm going to say 20, 30 years since Ghana won the world stage um, as far as the Olympic goes. So at this moment in time, just kind of summing up um, and bringing a conclusion, obviously the U section, I think... There's a lot to be happy and kind of positive about. But just very, very quickly, what I would like to do is I would, I would like to, because there's a few players, if I'm honest, I don't actually know them very, very well. Um, so I'm going to run, I don't know very, I don't know the squad very well. So a lot of this is new to me and I think it might be new to a few other people as well. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to run through some names to which um, hopefully you'll see in the near future. So there's the goalkeeper Kwame Barr, Kingsley Phobie, um, Edward Sarpong, um, Habib Mohamed, Emmanuel Lomate, um, Evans uh, Mensa, Samuel Obeng, Yao Yoboa, Robin Poli. Um, there's a few more. I'm, these are just a few of many names to which I've mentioned. So Ghana is moment time. I haven't even said, obviously, where they are. So we've recently qualified to the semi-final of the African Nations, um, to which is going to be played on Tuesday. The teams that have been part of the African Nations, it's been a two-group tournament. There's been eight teams in total, and I hope I remember all the teams. There's Ghana, Mali, Egypt and Ghana, Mali, Egypt, Cameroon. That was one group. And there's been the Ivory Coast, um, Nigeria, South Africa. And I believe I've forgotten the other team. So I do apologise in actually forgetting that team. But the tournament has been fantastic so far. And I think there's a lot to look forward to based on the, uh, the viewing so far. I just very, very quickly wanted to touch on another thing before I... Well, two more things before, before we actually conclude the youth section. So there's trials. So I've seen trials been posted as to the under-15 um, national side. And I'm unsure, obviously, how things work in Ghana. And um, these are things, obviously, to which I probably need to research it maybe a little bit more. And actually talk to people who actually work in the association, because I do know a few people who work in the association, and maybe they can highlight a few things as to... How, what the processes are. But what I've seen so far, and it differs here in England, is it appears, and this is not to be um, critical, um, I think you can be critical, but this is not to be critical. I get the impression that people have kind of put up posters as to um, national trials taking place. And that is not necessarily, that is new to me anyway, and not necessarily a process that would take place here in England to which where I'm based. Uh, where you would have, obviously, I don't want to say the government, but you would have in-school programs, which are run by um, education, to which then these individuals are then picked up by professional football clubs. And then you probably have individuals, obviously, within those football clubs, um, either working for England or otherwise, or who would recommend those individuals for England trials, or there would be England trials for these clubs, to which these players would then represent. Or... You have scouts obviously go to these games and then watch these players and then recommend them for England trials or the England national side, as you would do with any normal national side. So what I've seen so far is 
media being put up and then trials take place to which I haven't seen um, it doesn't really matter whether they're big numbers or not because if the quality's there that's what it matters but it um, it's not a process that will take place here in England so I think it's important to highlight um, maybe the differences between the two it's not something that I'm particularly in favour of but at the same time I'm talking from a perspective of someone who is not knowledgeable of the whole process um, so uh, maybe someone can highlight highlight that for me and maybe kind of um, provide me with information as to take away information as to um, the processes so I can understand it obviously a little bit more there was one more thing that I definitely wanted to highlight and discuss obviously in the youth section I think I might have gone over ever so slightly um, so the last thing I'm going to raise is in regards to youth players now in these in both these squads I mentioned this in the last podcast as to the Ghana under-23 squad, um, a lot of those players, or certainly the ones who were picked from Europe, weren't necessarily from some of the major leagues in Europe. So we're speaking of England, Germany, Italy, and there might be one or two individuals from Spain. But I'm saying the large makeup of these individuals was from Ghana, and let's say, not to be um, critical, some of the the lesser um, nations or leagues in Europe. And my point being is that our scope has been limited to the players that we can select. Um, I think it's important, obviously, moving forward that we actually have a a wider scope to which we select players. And in so, um, what the whole Team Ghana EU um, project is actually about is about providing awareness as to um, players, teams, this, that and the third, as to the ongoings ongoing on in Ghana. So my intention over the next couple of weeks is to provide or put up posts as to youth players who are playing in Europe. So the next couple of weeks it might be something I do for the next say 14 days or something I might do for the for the um for the for November and December. It'll be something I'll make a decision of decision on in the next couple of days. But I'll be putting up posts as to youth players who are playing in Europe and players to which people might not necessarily know too much about. So that's the end of the youth section. I'm going to move on to the senior section. Um, and this is going to be quite limited, if I'm honest. Um, not necessarily because there isn't any news, um, but I will say a lot of the attention has been taken over the past couple of weeks with the under-23 um, national side, to which they brought a lot of joy. But there has been some um, international action and certainly some some, some action from the, the full side, um, to which we play South Africa on um, I forget the day I'm going to say it was a Wednesday so that would have been I think it's the, the 14th or the 15th to which we beat them 2-0 in the Cape Coast and we got goals from come on please tell me it was goals from Thomas Party and there was a goal from a debutant to which I've forgotten his name at this moment in time but I've put this in, information in my post on Instagram Twitter and Facebook so you can find all the information there so they're on all fronts at this moment in time things seem well and all is going good um, from a Ghanaian perspective um, in the next couple of weeks as I mentioned before the next podcast I will be doing will be based on um, through the lens of so it won't necessarily have information based on the winners of the African nations under 23s and the next international fixture Ghana have and for the um, 2021 African nations uh, but what I'll do you can actually find all the information on Twitter Instagram um, and also Facebook, to which I'll be, I, I post quite regularly. So you can find all the information there. Thank you again for your time. Um, I hope this has been informative. Um, I think the podcast has lasted 12 minutes. So again, obviously, as I mentioned before, the podcast is supposed to be bite-sized. I hope it's been informative. Thank you again and take care. And I'll see you in the next couple of weeks.